is the Family Dynamics Podcast with Kevin and Alicia Meeks. Welcome to the Family Dynamics Podcast. Yes, I am your host, Kevin Meeks, my beautiful, illustrious co-host, Alicia Meeks. Once again, she is not with us. My wife is extremely busy. She does events. She creates mats. She has her own group, Sport Wives Club. Guys, you've heard all of this stuff. But I will get my dynamic duo partner on here soon. But today, I just wanted to share with you guys you know, just what's been going on with me on this podcast. We talk about co-parenting, family, marriage, um, just the wide range of things that go on in the family. Right. Blended families. Right. So, guys, just to get right into it, you can see the topic. The topic of right now is court order or no court order agreement or not agreement. Parents in agreement or not parents in agreement. Parenting plan or not a parenting plan. Now. You can feel the way you want to feel. And every situation isn't cookie cutter, right? So in my experience, I feel that court orders is necessary. Now, I know a lot of people is going to say, like, why, why should we have the judge or why should we have the system in our business? Well, hey. Now it becomes a business and it becomes what's best for the child. And when you leave a relationship, you get divorced or you had a uh, relationship with someone that, that ended. You had a child that came up, came about out of the relationship. However, the relationship ended. Um, now you have to be of the business of the child. And that's truly what it is. And in co-parenting, a lot of times we try to have this hierarchy each parent feels like they're more um, important than the next. And that's just people like pe- that's just how people are like as a father. Oh, I have rights or uh, I'm I'm super needed out here in these streets with my children. And that's correct. Oh, I'm a mother. I birthed this child and I should have more privileges. And, you know, I, I had to do X, Y and Z for nine months. And I, and, and true. So both cases, you guys are right. But how do we put a bow or how do we put a structure around our co-parenting lifestyle now? Right. Because when you're in the house with each other, like there is really not a lot of structure. There's a there's a culture inside of the house with the child, the two parents. And there's a structure with the child. But when you co-parenting now from two different places, Now you have two different lifestyles, two different mindsets, two different ways of living. Now that has to create a structure. So just to give you a framework, um, this week, my my child's mama, my baby mama uh, sent me a text and she was a little upset. And she was a little upset because she drove all the way to the school. Usually she gets our son on Fridays, right? Because I have residential custody. She gets us up from school on Fridays and I guess she didn't pay attention to the day. And it was actually a weekend that I usually get every month It's stated every month It's in our court order every month that I get this weekend every single month. And it's been in our court order since uh, probably at least about the last seven years. So she says to me in the text message, she says, hey, 
I drove all the way out here. I didn't realize it was your weekend. Hey, do we still got to kind of do this whole, you know, weekend thing? You know, if you just needed the weekend, you could just let me know. And I didn't respond because I instantly got aggravated. But I understand because I've been co-parenting with her for a long time that she was kind of softly poking the bear. And how was she softly poking the bear, you may ask? Because, <coughs> excuse me, because she was saying, basically alluding to, she had more control in the situation than I did. And that was what I was saying in the beginning. Everybody feel like they are the matriarch or patriarch in the situation. When truthfully we are doing this together, I don't have to ask you for time with my son or our daughter or however it's documented the time that we get with our children and I don't infringe and I don't want your time to be infringed on and I definitely don't want my time to be infringed on. So I didn't respond because usually I will respond with facts and facts is the reason why parenting plans agreements um, are in place so that lines don't get blurred so that we don't get things crossed or we don't infringe on each other's parenting time. So I didn't respond. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that that's that's key for any co-parent. Sometimes you uh, no response is the best response. And, and I think that, you know, because me and my baby mama, we had been previously in a relationship years and years ago for nine years. So there is some history of and a knowledge and an understanding of the 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 setup for a conversation. Right. It's, it's you know, I'm married now. So now I I can understand the tone text tone, voice tone, voice inflections to where my my wife may be a little aggravated, a little snippy, a little um, ready or a little have a little anxiety. So I respond based off the history of how she's feeling because she how she's projecting to me. So that's helped me in my marriage to kind to calm down. And where am I going with this? I'm going with this to say I understand. And that's what a lot of us as fellas. A lot of us as co-parents, like we have to understand the setup. And sometimes we fall for the banana and tailpipe. So I didn't. So I didn't respond at all because facts is, is that we have a court order that's been in place for seven years. And what she wanted to do, guys, she wanted to have a open, a open uh, framework where we just just free ball our parenting. And that didn't work for us in the past because at some point lines are going to get crossed and what she want and what I want, someone's going to win. For instance, the holidays are coming up. You got, you got Labor Day, you got, uh, uh, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's and all of these other holidays. Someone is going to want the child at the same time. There's no way the child, you, you, you can do how you want to do, but there's no way that the child can be in two places at the same time. Now, in the past, we have split up a holiday, but a lot of times that don't work because you spend so much time exchanging the child that you miss the actual day, the Christmas and the Thanksgiving. So it's easier to just say, hey, you can have Christmas or you or I'll take Thanksgiving, however it goes. So she wanted this framework now where it's kind of free. Like, let's, you know, we it's been it's been working out. And I know what she's thinking. It's been working out. We haven't been arguing much. 
let's just, you know, let's just throw the, you know, quarter of the by the wayside. We could just work things out. No, even when things are going good as a co-parent partner with your baby mama or your baby father, keep the agreements in place. Things may be working out today good, but if you deviate from the, the court order, it is hard to get back. Now, during COVID, we had to deviate from the court order because we didn't have a itemized list in our court documents that said during national national uh, 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 global disasters, this is what you guys do with your child. And I think that this hit a lot of co-parents, a lot of <coughs> excuse me, a lot of co-parents by the, by surprise. What do we do in the event of an epidemic, pandemic, or whatever demic it is? That wasn't stated in our co- that wasn't stated in our parenting plan. That wasn't stated in our court order. So we had to do things. We, we had to do things that was off record, meaning we shared week for week. So our child, like most kids, was doing homeschool or virtual school or <coughs> e-learning. So what we did was you take a week, I'll take a week. I'll meet you on Sunday and he'll do school at your house for a week and, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Because it just kind of lightened the load for one parent to have to deal with the e-learning the entire time. And that would weigh heavy on one parent to not see their child for weeks on end until because look it it lasted for a long time so i'm going somewhere with this guys that's the only time we had to deviate from the court order because it wasn't in our parenting plan to say what do we do in the event of a national disaster and moving forward i don't think that we will put that in because hopefully during our lifetime and in the lifetime of my child being this age we won't ever have to deal with a pandemic where we have to co-parent like we won't ever have to deal with it because our child is of an age because they said statistically pandemics and stuff like this happen every 10 years or or whatever and it seemed like it's coming closer and closer closer but in our lifetime we hoping that we won't have to deal with following a parenting plan guideline because our child is of of getting of age where he will be an adult in a few years. So anyway, she wanted to deviate from our court order to where she pick him up when she feels like it. And it can't work guys. <coughs> Excuse me. I, you know, I've been under the weather. It can't work because at some point she, she had no clue what I, what I had going on this weekend. Your, your co-parent partner may not know a, nothing you have going on for the weekend that you had already set aside for you and your child. And, and at some points, it's not their business if you had planned something or your child planned to go with you somewhere. Or So I don't have to tell my, my baby mama, like, hey, this weekend we was thinking about going to hibachi. We was thinking about going swimming. Like, I don't have to tell you that. It's my time with my child. I don't have to tell you every intricate detail about what we're doing. Now, that may differ from a lot of other uh, 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 co-parenting situations, but if I want to go out to eat with my son or I want to go to eat with my daughter or whatever, I just don't feel it necessary to communicate what we're doing because when I allow her, when she has time with our son, to be as free as a mother that she can be and she don't have to... Uh, check with me to be a parent if something happens while 
you guys are you having your parenting time with our son negatively like he falls or he had to go to the hospital or something happened in the streets like <clears throat> negatively yes communicate that with me but you having fun or you you know nurturing a relationship with your child that's something that you'll have to tell me so meaning by her wanting to infringe on my time because things are going good with us communicative why our communication and things have been going good i didn't want to deviate from that and i don't have to so that's why i said no response is the best response and sometimes guys we do have to revert to our co-parenting plan like hey listen you know what the court order says and sometimes that's cringeworthy that's cringeworthy like you want to throw our documents you want to throw our agreements in our face well you, you are the one who is not aware of the agreement this is my weekend this is my holiday this is my whatever it is with our child so i i didn't respond and the, the, back to the point of the the reason why i brought up this topic is agreements worth it should you have agreements? Should you have court orders and so on and so forth? I would have to say yes, in my opinion. A lot of things go left when there is no structure, no plan. Children need structure and a plan. My son, as of these last seven years, know that this is the weekend I always have with my dad. And it's usually the first weekend of the month. He even knows it from a little boy to now. Children need structure. Children need routine. And if parents are just, you know, uh, flying off the seat of the handle, like, oh, you're going to go with your dad, oh, you're going to go with your mom, it confuses the children. It confuses their learning environment. It confuses their home time. As much as we want to do what we want to do, structure, routine is important. And it, and it cuts down a lot of the arguing, bickering, and some of the toxic um communication that we have as co-parents to just say hey look this is on paper look you got stop signs you got street signs you got uh, uh rules and going to businesses and places why don't we have a structure for a system called our co-parenting we need that we're we're sensible adults to know if we're at an intersection we need to stop and look so they we we are sensible to know that, but they also put a sign in that says stop. Just in case you don't know that you're crossing and someone else could be crossing, let me just let you know to stop. That's what a court order does. Let me just let you know what your financial obligation to your child is if that's in your court order. Every month, every week, bi-weekly, whatever. Does it take away from you as an adult? Doesn't take away from your uh, uh, your ability to handle your responsibilities. But when it's written down, no lines can be blurred and crossed as to what's required. So that's my little tidbit about co-parenting and should you have a court order? Should you have agreements? Listen, it's very important, guys. In my opinion, some people can go years and years and years without using it. But I guarantee you, I've been a co-parent my entire adult life and half of my teenage years. I've been a parent since I was a teenager and I've seen the good, bad and the ugly. 
I came before court. I came from notarized letters at the currency exchange. And to be honest with you, those work <coughs> until they don't. Notarized letters are good for agreements, but they are enforced by any uh, municipality because it has to be stamped by a judge. If you want your, your, your agreement with your baby mama or your baby father to be concrete, it has to be stamped by a judge. Yes, when you got two sensible adults, you can write a letter, type out a letter, you both sign on the bottom of the document, Go to a currency exchange. You both show your license or your ID and get it notarized and that you both have a copy of what you agreed to. But in the event that one party deviates from that agreement or wants to violate that agreement with a notarized letter is not enforced by any municipality, meaning a police police officer or anything like that. If you were supposed to pick up your child from school or if you were supposed to have them for the birthday party, because it's not stamped by a judge, it is not and will not be enforced. At least in the state I'm in. At least in the state of my I am in. It's very is it's best that you get it stamped by a judge with the court stamp and seal upon it so that the police can enforce if in an event, hopefully not that one party violates it because they feel like they want to deviate. So what is the end result? The end result was I continue to have my parenting time and come next week. I will in no way, even if something comes up, I feel that he will be best suited for and fit for. I will not infringe on her parents in time. So, Hey, put down in the comments, let me know, give me a thumbs up, like follow and share. If you feel like, Hey, if you truly disagree, if it's just me having a very toxic relationship with my, my baby mama, then just say, it's just you Kev. If not, Hey, say, Hey man, that's me. I've been dealing with that, man. I've been trying to figure out, Hey, and it's called a parenting plan. Court order parenting plan stamped by a judge. If you want to have uninterrupted time, if you want to have enforce enforceable time with your child, you're going to need a parenting plan that is stamped by the judge that outlines all of the details for school, pick up and drop offs, weekends, holidays, birthdays, taxes, everything. My court order outlines everything but a pandemic or ep epidemic. In the, it's even outlined where we pick up and drop off our child. Which location? Is it lit? Is it dark? Which um, outside nephew, niece, uncle? It's not even in there. Only you and I can exchange our child. That's it. That's it. So. Guys, this has been another episode of the Family Dynamics. Put down in the comments again. I will get my beautiful wife on here soon. And like I always say, I'll see y'all in a minute. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Family Dynamics Podcast with Kevin and Alicia Meeks. Thank you, guys. Please like, subscribe, and comment. And don't forget to follow us on social media at the Family Dynamics. We'll see y'all in a minute. Bye.